You know, it's quite a trick to be able to spot the many different types of allied and enemy planes. As the days go by, all of us should learn how to identify them. Terry and Pat Ryan are in the secret headquarters in the Sansun Hills, along with the Dragon Lady and her Chinese commandos. They have learned that the business of spotting planes is all important. In today's transcribed adventure, we'll see what they do about it. Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Here on the home front, we're all wondering how we can help win the war. And we're mighty glad to cooperate when we hear about things that we can do. And you can bet we're careful not to waste anything, paper, or erasers, or anything else. We save every cent we can to buy war-saving stamps and bonds. And we go all out for health and stamina by eating right. Yes, we drink Libby's tomato juice. And we eat Libby's fruits and vegetables and meat. And so we get fine food values that help keep us strong. And since they're Libby's foods, you can bet we chuck in to extra good eating. Because foods that Libby packs are famous for their flavor, whether it's tomato juice pressed from red ripe tomatoes, or big golden peaches from California, or swell little Vienna sausages. No matter what the food, if it's Libby's, it's extra good. And you can know its food values are excellent too. Libby does everything possible to guard vitamins and minerals and other fine food values. I hope every one of you who enjoys Terry and the Pirates will ask your mother to get Libby's, L-I-B-B-Y-S, Libby's food. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Terry and Pat Ryan have arrived at the secret headquarters of the first Chinese commando group where Pat Ryan is to take charge as their leader. The Dragon Lady is also there. Our daredevil friend, the flyer, Jude Hennick, has also arrived, although he almost lost his life when the commandos fired on his plane. Then it was that Pat decided to teach these soldiers how to identify Allied and enemy aircraft. Let's join Terry Lee and Jude Hennick, shall we? A squadron of enemy planes high overhead were quickly identified by Jude Hennick, and when they had passed out of sight, Terry said, Golly, how am I ever going to be able to spot planes as quick as you do? Well, it's going to take time, Terry. But if you remember a few of the things I told you, you'll have no trouble. You mean about the different shape of the airplane wings? Yeah, and the tail assembly, too, the fins, the rudder. If you learn the different combination of tail and wings, you should be able to spot almost any plane at a glance. Well, I know the names of a lot of American planes, but I've never been able to tell them apart. I mean, the difference between, well, a Bell Air Cobra and a Booster Buffalo. I know there must be a lot of difference between a Curtis C-40 and a Lockheed T-38. Yeah. Well, you'll have no trouble once you get started. Until the war, I didn't know much about the planes of Great Britain or Germany. And now, well, I can tell the difference between a British Spitfire and a Hurricane, a Bristol Blenheim and a Sterling. Well, are all those different planes flying over here in China? Yeah. You know, almost every type of British and American plane, as well as German and Japanese ships, one time or another. Yeah, I've seen them in the air and... If I hadn't been able to identify them, I might not be here talking to you now. Well, I used to think that all you had to do was look for the insignia. You know, the markings on the wings. I, I thought you could tell that one. Yeah, you can. But the planes fly very high. Unless you have binoculars, you can't get a good look at them. But you can tell by their appearance just what they are. Looks like a pretty hopeless job, dude. How am I going to teach this commando outfit to identify planes? Well... Like we said before, you can make some drawings and sort of give them a general idea. But they'd have no chance to practice. 
After all, this is a pretty lonesome spot, and how are they going to tell one plane from another until the plane flies over here? Hey, well, I'm no good at conducting a class in aircraft spotting. You ought to be able to work out some way to make it easy for every man to identify any plane he sees. Oh, that's a big order, and I'm very... There it goes. I got some good news for you. That's quite a deal cooked up in the form of trouble. And I've just been talking with the dragon lady. We've got a bit of a job to do. You mean the commandos are going to make their first raid on the invaders? No, not, not yet, Terry. We've got another little job first. We've got to check up on our own communication system. How do you mean? Well, the dragon lady has established outposts. Sentries with shortwave radios five miles or more from here. Yeah. It's in a kind of these shortwave outfits that we receive air raid warnings. It seems the dragon lady has a feeling that something is wrong. A couple of the sentries have failed to report. Yeah, there's always something wrong in these Sansun Hills. Anyway, so early this evening, we're going to make up a little party and check a couple of outposts and see that everything's okay. Well, you're not talking to me, brother. My job is to fly a plane. I'm not going to fall through a lot of bushes and get shot at. Not while I can fly through the nice clean air. And get shot at up there. Well, you're coming with us, Judy. What about me? You're coming along, too. Now, 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 wait a minute. Why pick on me? Because I need you, sourpuss. Uh, why don't you take a squad of your commandos? Fair job to rest in, eh? Come on, Pat. What's on your mind? Stop beating around the bush. Okay, here's the setup. We're going to visit several spots tonight and check up on our own communication system. But there's something else I want to do at the same time. I'm pretty sure our old friend Dr. Fu Ling is a prisoner at one of these outposts. Uh-oh. And I think maybe we can find him. Does that dragon lady know you're going? Yeah. She knows you're going. She's not letting you visit any place here where you'll run into Dr. Fu Ling. That's right. But here's something she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Now, look. Look here. Mm-hmm. Here's a map of these Samsung Hills. Now, here's the spot where we are. These little crosses out here, they're different commando outposts. No straight lines. They they show how the short wave outpost outfitted each outpost communicates to the spot where we are now. Yeah, that's right. Hey, what makes you think Fuling is at any one of these crosses? I don't know for sure. But here's one thing I do know: the Dragon Lady was very anxious for me not to visit two of these outposts. Now these crosses with the circles around them are the only places she wants me to visit. What about the others? Well, when I suggested we could do a good job and visit all of these spots, she said, oh, no, it wasn't necessary. And then you said it was, and she said it wasn't, you said it was, and then what? Well, she had plenty of reasons for wanting me to stay away from certain areas. And all of them were phony. At least that's the way I feel about it. So, what do you say, fellas? Shall we become visiting firemen? Well, I don't mind. How about you, dude? I don't like the idea of doing any overtime work, but we can't let Mr. Ryan down, I suppose. Now, look, look. As soon as it gets dark, you and Terry and myself, together with Wong, the Chinese guide, will get started. Mm-hmm. Now, so far as the dragon lady knows, we're only going to visit three spots, each one of them about five miles from here. But as soon as we get out of sight, this headquarters here, we'll circle around and head for the other one. Hey, let's stop a minute. It's the first time in my life I've ever walked 50 miles in one night. Listen, hey, kid. We haven't walked two miles yet. Okay, so it's been uphill all the way. That's what it seems so far. Anybody know where we're going? Wong, our Chinese guide, does. How much 
further do we have to go before we reach the first outpost? No, it couldn't be much further. We're going to ask Wong. Uh, Wong. How far topside outpost? Two leagues, please. Oh. About two miles. Oh, I'll never make it, Jens. This business of riding in a plane has spoiled me for walking. Say, Pat, I just happened to think. The dragon lady doesn't know we're going to this outpost. She thinks we've gone in the other direction. Well, I hope so. Well, if the guards at these different outposts don't know we're coming, they're, they're after to shoot first and ask questions later. That's a very comforting thought, Harry. Now, don't worry. I've arranged everything with Warren. When we get near the place, why, he's going on ahead. Give the countersign, explain that we're coming along. Mm-hmm. I hope we have a bit of luck and find Dr. Fu Ling at the first outpost. Great, you're going. We're going. We can't visit all the outposts tonight. Oh, come on. I know this healing so method is very painful for a captain of the clouds, but get on your dog and let's get started. I wouldn't mind if it was daylight. The guy's the only one who knows where we're going in this darkness. He should make a mistake, and where would we be? Okay. And you're the life of the party, too. Please, uh, so you pull out, please. Wong wants to get started. Now, pull yourself together, dude. Now, uh, hand him his crutches, Terry. <laughs> Follow me, Grandpa Hennick, and you'll soon wear diamonds. Well, I won't be on my feet, I'll bet you that. What are they talking about, Pat? Wong is just giving the countersign. Oh, oh. A little long, eh? Yeah. I'd like to get a little closer to that fire. Yeah. It's chilly in these hills. Look, doesn't anything satisfy you, Duty? Yeah. How much do you want to bet we won't find Dr. Hu Ling here? Please, Captain Aron. His friends say, come long. Okay, Wong. Did you explain who we were? It's talk all same commando. Ah, go ahead, then. Now, listen, do. Terry, mm-hmm. no more cracks about Dr. Fu Ling. If he's here, we'll find out without arousing any suspicion. We're just checking up on this outpost, that's all. And if we do find the doctor? Well, we'll get him back to headquarters so the dude can fly him away from these hills and his plane. Now then, keep your eyes open. Lonesome out in these hills. Mm-hmm. Those are wolves howling, I hope. Yeah, certainly invaders. Rats don't howl. Oh, it's mighty clever the way the fire is built among these rocks. Yeah. You can't see it and almost step on it. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's that? He's checking up on the portable shortwave outfit. It's hidden in a shack down among those trees someplace. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Funny how this modern world makes use of airplanes, radios, mm-hmm. things like that. <laughs> Here we are, miles from civilization, yet one or two soldiers with a hand-operated mm-hmm. radio machine can broadcast near the headquarters. <laughs> no trouble at all. I wish somebody would invent a machine to help people identify airplanes. I think with all the modern devices, somebody would find an easy way to teach people to spot planes. Still worried about that? Well, I should think you'd be, too. For all do it. They almost shot you down by making a mistake. Uh, we'll bring something up, Terry. Wait and see. Uh, meanwhile, here comes Captain Ryan. Oh, where is he, Captain? I don't know. I don't think he has a commission. I do. Got a surprise for you. Uh, I know. You found me a new pair of feet. No. I found Dr. Fu Ling. What? Are, are you sure? Now, why do you always ask me if I'm sure? 
Well, it seems a natural thing. Look, he's asleep. Down there, a little shack hidden among the rocks. Well, what do you know? Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get fooling and bring him back to headquarters. We'll smuggle him aboard your plane, dude, and after that, well, it's up to you to fly him back to the Army High Command. <laughs> Looks like I've got a little job on my hands. Yeah, cheer up. As long as it isn't on your feet, why, you should worry. The job of helping Dr. Fu Ling to get away from the Dragon Lady and the Sansun Hill is going to be difficult. But you know how Pat Ryan is. He's made up his mind to rescue this man, and he's going to do it. Meanwhile, Terry is still looking for an easy way to teach the Chinese commando how to spot airplanes. He'll find a way, I'm sure. And all of us will want to know just how he does it. I may be able to give you a tip on this in just a moment. Boys and girls, do ask your mother to get some little tomato juice. It's the refreshing, zippy, glorious-tasting juice of red, ripe tomatoes. It's the drink that makes breakfast something to look forward to. It's a real pepper-upper for sipping in-between meals. And it's a drink that's rich in vitamins. These days, everybody knows how important vitamins are. Well, Libby's tomato juice is rich in vitamins C and A, and also a good source of vitamins B1 and G. So drink Libby's tomato juice. Plenty of it. Remember, every dime or quarter you spend for United States war-saving stamps is spent for victory. So let's buy them regularly. Before you know it, you'll have enough stamps to exchange for a bond. Tomorrow, Transcribe Adventure takes us again to the headquarters of the Dragon Lady and her commando group. We'll be with Pat, Terry, and Jude Hennick when they attempt to fly Dr. Fu Ling away from headquarters. And that spells excitement. You can be sure of it. So join us tomorrow.